Tuesday. Welcome to the Melanade Way. I'm your host, Linda Antwi, and my co-host, April Holloway. Hello. We are branching out. We are branching out a little bit from the 90-day world. We're doing something a little different with Love is Blind because, y'all, I am new <laughs> to this series, and I I just, I couldn't stop watching. I binged it. <clears throat> At least the first four episodes I binged, which is what we're going to be talking about. April is an expert. She's <laughs> Season one, day one girl. So yes. bringing her in for her expertise. But is love blind? Love is blind. It's also mm. stupid. It's, <laughs> it cries a lot. It's manipulative. It's drunk. Love is a lot of things on Love is Blind. And we're going to talk all about it now. Yes. Bottom of your screen, you guys, a little bit of housekeeping. You can see where you can support the show everywhere you can at Linda is So Girly. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit that like, thumbs up button. Head over to April's page and do the very same thing at April Immigration Advice and Travel Adventures. Um, and yeah, let's just... Jump right in. So I'm going to give the background and I'm giving the background and you guys are probably day oneers as, as well. But for those of us who are just jumping on the bandwagon, there's a lot of questions I have, April. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you have a group of guys, a group of girls that are in these pods. Um, and I'm hearing some things about the pods too, you guys, that, you know, because I'm the tea dropper. Um, I'm hearing that the pods are actually not really pods. It's, it's a soundstage. So they're actually on a sound lot. So that's a whole thing that kind of threw me off. But a bunch of men, a bunch of women, uh, they don't get to see each other. They have 10 days to find love inside these pods. And if they find love and move forward, they have four weeks to get married. And pow, that is the experiment. That's the experiment. And so season five, <laughs> we're seeing a lot of cast members. Now, here's the thing that was my first question, April. And I'm going to pop this on the screen. So there's a bunch of women. A lot of the women, we don't get to see their stories play out. We don't get to see uh, who their dates were. It's kind of like they focus in on specific couples. Do you know why that is? I do not know why it is for past seasons. This Every season, the same thing happens where certain couples get chosen to be followed. Other couples might get engaged and they don't get followed. But in this particular season, we have been told for one of the couples why they didn't get aired they filmed all the way through the choosing, the engagement up to the altar, and they did not film because um, the woman in the couple was told that her partner was so horrible to her that the production team didn't want her to have to experience that over again. Wow. That and she wrote... Um, she answered the question and said, that's what it was. That's what she was told as to why she wasn't going to be airing. That's terrible. Okay. So let's go through briefly uh, the women and the men, uh, because that's really what the first episode was about. So I pulled this up. So the women, Aaliyah, we know that Aaliyah goes through, she's 29 ICU travel nurse. I feel like she uh, is one of the few that actually has her head on her shoulders. Um, but 
she there's also a lot of crying going on with this one. <laughs> We're gonna disagree on Aaliyah. Let's go. <laughs> oh, oh, what do you what are your thoughts on Aaliyah? Okay, let me bring it back. What are your thoughts on Aaliyah? I do not think she has her head on her shoulders quite square. I think there are several things that happened in here that made me feel that she's not quite got a good hold of her her self-worth or her um I don't know, things that should have alarmed her in terms of Lydia did not alarm her, but we'll talk about it more. Okay. Yeah. Um, Estefania, don't know who she is. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time with her. I don't remember seeing her at all. Um, Chandra, we saw her a lot, kind of almost like a B player. She was in the back dressed up a lot. I noticed that I saw her, but she's a flight attendant. Don't see any of her dates. We do see her in the women's pod interacting with the women a lot, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, Maurice, she is an HR there, uh, specialist. Don't think I got to see her at, at all. I, I kind of remember maybe in passing. Do you remember seeing her? No. Um, next up, Paige. Don't remember her at all. Paige is the one I think who was told they weren't going to show her. I'm going to look it up really quick. Went through and was treated terribly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then Renee, we see a little bit of Renee when there's some drama in the women's pod. We don't see her go on any dates though. Right? Correct. Yes, it was Paige. Uh, no, I'm talking about Renee now. This one right here. Yeah, yeah. I just looked it up. Yeah, it was it was Paige that got engaged, and then they told her they're oh. not going to show your season. Okay, there's gotcha. Renee. Yep. Mm -hmm. So Renee in the pod with the women's drama. Don't see her. Lydia, of course, we see her go through. We're going to talk a lot about her uh, this episode as well. Uh, remembering that she is a geologist. Erica, don't remember seeing her a lot. So we're going to pass through her. I wish they would have done more with this Miriam character. And the only reason why, is, you guys, my first time out, I'm watching it. She's on her one date that I get to see. And she's like lying. I was <laughs> like, does she not see how blatant her lies are? Like, what do you do? Oh, I'm a doctor or whatever, but now I live in Dubai. Oh, when are you moving back in Houston? Well, I already moved back to Houston and I'm starting this uh skincare thing oh yeah really like is it is it makeup no i'm actually like teach it like i was like i can't keep up with it like what what do you do is a very easy question where it do is. you live is a very easy question why i are think we, so too why are we all over the place why are we all over the place now miriam has come on TikTok and given what she considers to be an explanation of this scene <laughs> it doesn't explain nothing to me what did she say she says that it was cut, it was edited weird. Ma'am, no matter how they edit it, when you're asked where you live, you gave multiple different answers. That part. And then Actually, Aubrey's like, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and then she said that she couldn't answer questions about her skincare company because it wasn't done yet. Okay, then say that. Say I'm still developing the skincare because for me, it gave vibes of you sell, you sell a skin lightener or some kind of snake oil product and you're embarrassed to admit it as you should be. That's what I got from that. It gave me pyramid scheme. It gave or, me, you know yes. what? 
I, I'm doing some type of, I don't know. I don't even, what, like, what's a pyramid scheme? I can't remember back in the day. It was like Herbalife. Yes. I mean, it, it still exists I mean, too. whatever. Yeah, but... And I'm not coming for Herbalife, so don't come for me. I'm just saying, I'll come like, for Herbalife. It's there's Herbalife. like some type of something <laughs> that makes no sense. And so I don't know how you go from going to school for all those years and becoming a doctor, doctor, working abroad in a very, uh, wealthy country and then come and then coming back and being like yeah i got this sketchy skincare line that i don't even know what it is and i can't tell you about it and i actually don't know if i'm from houston anymore like stop it miriam yeah but miriam it would have been no sense to me it would have been good tv i do think we're gonna see more of her in the future though because why did they include that little scene when we didn't see many of the other dates true. and you know so I, I definitely think that's a hint that we're seeing her more that's true uh, Stacy, <clears throat> director of operations, uh, we get to see her storyline and I have a lot to say about this. And I just want to <laughs> let you guys know that, you know, love is blind, but when love is blind and rich, it really gives you an edge up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it called when daddy warbucks? Daddy warbucks. Sets you up for life. Then, you know, mm -hmm. you can be a little like about who you choose because whoo lord <laughs> um oh and then johnny oh johnny john sign up to the economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology you'll get the weekly digital edition online only articles curated newsletters on politics the markets science culture and china and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. The attorney who I'm sure she's great at her job, but she definitely has um, some things to work on personally, in my opinion. And, you know, no one wants to be anyone's second choice, Johnny. Get that together. But I could be wrong. And that's maybe why I'm single, because she was able to we'll talk about it, but she did some I mean, magic maneuvers. We've seen some successful second choices in Love is Blind history. And it actually has changed my mind in how I think about that kind of thing. Like, because there are some old couples that are still together today. You know, I don't know the inside of their couple them, so I don't know if they're super happy or not, but they're still together who were second choices. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, Linda, my namesake, <laughs> talent acquisition recruiter. Don't remember seeing her at all. Um, so we're going to pass by that. Uh, Myra, don't remember seeing her at all. And then there's Taylor. Oh, Taylor. Have a lot to say about Taylor and JP. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. JP. Oh, America. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about the men. Robert. Um, did Robert show up at that party? Is that where I remember him from? Because I don't remember any of his dates. Um, was Robert not the guy that Johnny went back to? Who am I confusing him with? Oh, no, that's not, that's not Robert. That's, I want to say Andrew. Um, we'll get to him. It's not okay. this guy. It's okay. not this guy. Um, Izzy. Izzy, Izzy. Izzy, Izzy, Izzy. I don't think Izzy should have been allowed on the show. Izzy's problematic. We'll talk about him. 
sales. That's not even your job. You don't even know what you do. You know what? You stumbled up, Izzy. That's all I know. You stumbled up. And yeah, you did. you're a mani manipulator. Here, this is the guy. Chris. Oh, yes. Chris. Chris. Uh, so we'll talk about Chris and Johnny shortly. He seems like a really nice guy. He does. I don't remember this guy at all. Efron. No. Uh, this guy either. Ernesto. This guy either. Connor. This guy no, either. Enoch. Nope. <clears throat> Who is this? Jared. Nope. <laughs> and then there's JP, the firefighter. Oh, excuse me. Jared. Is that what he's going by? JP. Girl, I'm sorry. I, I have to call him a sugar butt. Sugar butt? Isn't that what she called him? Oh, yeah. Sh sugar butt. Yeah. Butt. So is he going by? I think on the show he goes by JP. So I'm He does go by JP on the yeah. show. Okay. So maybe she nicknamed him that. Maybe he thought, with sugar butt. Him, maybe thought it would make him look cooler. But woo, he came. He surprised me with his problems. Yeah. Uh, Josh, we're going to skip by. This guy, Carter, comes back at the the rooftop party. So Carter is the one who was engaged to the woman who was told, she said production reached out to her beforehand and said, we're not earing oh, because so he was so bad to you. <gasps> yes. Oh. Um, really? And so actually, when you look back at the shots or, or when you go forward, depending on where you guys are right now on the show, you'll see that she's sitting with her engagement ring with the couple's because at that moment they were still filming their engagement. What is this school? So he's construction. Oh, so Carter's not a nice guy. She didn't elaborate on what supposedly was so bad about how he treated her. Uh -huh. um, so I, I have no idea. I don't know if she's allowed to say. Or, okay, or so I know that there are a couple of scandals going on. Uh, one of the things that I do know is that uh, Apparently, the producers are getting sued by one of the cast members right now. From the last season. Um, or actually, not the it, last season. It's season before last. Uh, is it that? Um, Those two did a, a TikTok live about that. And I remember this exact scene they were talking about that, you know, she's saying caused her so much emotional distress. And I believe what they were saying. Okay, so it was from season four. Is that what you're saying? I think I thought they were the season before last, not last exact season, but I could easily be wrong. I'll have to look for it because from what I thought I remembered, uh, the producers were getting. Love is blessed. sued from someone from this season uh but i could be wrong about that and i will find it and let you guys know but we'll move on and i'll find it in shortly uh justice don't know anything about him and then there's milton <laughs> oh milty oh james milty i'll say milton grew on me i'll say he grew on me there he grew on me that's, that's what I'll say for now. I liked him from the very beginning. And then I just, I don't like when people think that because they are quote unquote logical, that they are superior than those of us who emote. 
Plus, he's only 24, so what the fuck does he know about being logical? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I get you're an engineer and you you think logically, but, like, come on now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was one. And then there was one. Uche. Oh, Uche. Uche, Uche. Uche, one of the things I think is interesting, you guys, is that I, again, I am new to the series, but I will say that I've I've seen clips and all of that stuff. And historically, African men have not done well on this show. And I hate to report that he has continued that trend because he, in my opinion, is terrible. This is where I have found myself disagreeing with like almost every single person in my life. I will defend Uche. Of course you I, okay. I, Uchenna, listen, Uchenna, if nobody else has got your back, I got your back. Okay. We gotta, we gotta have to obviously talk more about it. Why is that? Why are you team Uche? I will admit there's a little bit of bias because I have been cheated on. Um, so I think it's okay to ask those kind of questions that he was asking. Okay. Um, and then the other part of it is, I think if you are a cheater, you should anticipate being asked those kind of questions. You don't get to get defensive. Okay. We'll okay. We'll get it. Okay. Uh, just a reminder that he's 34 and a lawyer. Um, and then we'll leave it at that. So those were those were uh, the cast members. And uh, then we get into a lot of different stuff. So episode two. <sighs> I want to tell you guys that my first note because I didn't know people's name yet in episode two. My first note says, does the 24 year old have a jerry curl? He <laughs> <laughs> got a little kit. Milton, I, I have a lot of questions about you. I, I, I feel like I'm team Milton, but I just have some, like you're like an old soul in a 24 year old body. Like you're, you're very mature and you're very, like, the way you dress and talk and act and like your hair is from uh, coming to America, like all of that stuff. I, I'm just fascinated. I find him fascinating. Mm -hmm. So that was my first note. Um, and so we go through some dates and Lydia is at the point where she's still crazy about Izzy and everyone seemed to be crazy about Izzy. So you had, um, Lydia, you had what's her name, Stacy, and you had Johnny, right? Mm -hmm. That all were like vying for his attention. I want to talk a little bit about Izzy and your thoughts about Izzy because I have some thoughts about Izzy. What are yours? I don't think Izzy should have been allowed on the show. I think that you should be financially stable to come on. I don't think you have to be rich, but I think that the producers should match people who are at least stable financially and him coming in when he's between jobs not currently employed i think that's that would be a setup for anybody that he chose to be with that is unfair because they're not given enough time to know what he's really going to do in that situation 
I agree with you. And and you guys, you know, on our show that we talk about, you have to talk about love. Um, you have to talk about finance. You have to talk about sex. You have to talk about religion, all the things. And so one of the aspects that he's c- completely missing is the stability on his finances and his career, right? And they matched, he ended up, because I personally think that he's a master manipulator. I feel like he has some issues that he needs to work on where I think that he has abandonment issues. I think he has insecurity issues where he has to be constantly reassured about how great you think he is. And not because he really wants to hear it. He just wants to hear it to make himself feel better. He doesn't want it to be authentic where you're like, you know, I think you're great and you're this and you're that. He just needs to be constantly reassured because it makes his head feel good, in my opinion. I also think that um, he does have a lot of red flags and he's definitely been in bachelor mode. And I think that he needs to account for not only like whatever it is he's going through, a religious awakening, opening. So who are you now that you've left your religion? Like, have you explored that? And mm-hmm. also, too, the fact that, okay, you can be a bachelor. You guys already know how I feel about plastic cups and, and plastic wear. I, I'm just not for it. So you have no proper plates and and cutlery and glassware. But so you don't have that, but you have a drawer full of trophies. And you guys know I watch all the true crime. And so I don't care if it's like a sex trophy or a serial killer trophy i'm not for it if you don't even know who those who those people are why are you keeping them you're keeping them because you're looking at women as objects and you con conquered your object and so now you're keeping a part of it because why else would you and then turn around and brag about it and you thought that you were going to brag to stacy and think that oh look look at me everyone wants to be with me because remember i told you he has insecurity issues look everyone wants to be with me and these are all the people that I've been with. Uh, you know, I'm just being open and honest. No, no fool, no. That's not what you're doing. And she saw what right through you. So overall, I say all that to say, I think he's really problematic and he's a master manipulator. And I agree with April. I think he should never have been on the show. And I, no spoilers, so I haven't seen if they make it down the aisle, but I hope that she leaves him at the aisle, honestly. I don't know if they'll even make it to the aisle because Stacy seems to be very concerned about her own finances. And she's also concerned not just about the finances themselves, but the fact that he didn't disclose certain things, you know, as soon as possible. If they're not allowed to talk about certain things when they're in the pods, mm-hmm. then as soon as we get on the plane to go to Mexico, because we learned they, that they do fly together, divulge, 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 divulge. Right. And the fact that he didn't choose to do that is alarming. And I think since she wants to protect herself and protect her finances, she might not even get to the altar. And he didn't do that because he thought that, first of all, he thinks he's super handsome, you guys. And he's a he's a good looking guy, but he's not like the drop dead end all be all, but he thinks that about himself. And the second thing is, um, he thought he could, and I'm gonna try to make it politically correct, he could eggplant her eggplant her yeah 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 her yeah and then she said that wasn't even good (laughs) she sure did she sure did listen i got issues with stacy go ahead i got issues with stacy but the way that she was like forthcoming about the way she felt about things was not one of them 
She's like, so you're broke and <laughs> so what am I getting out of this? Honestly, <laughs> how are you any type of pride? You're broke and, and you can't, you can't throw down. Like you can't throw down and you're broke. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? So you see what Renee just said? Oh, Renee says, oh, no, I think Izzy and Stacey deserve each other. Perfect match. Really? I've heard people express this before. I don't think Stacey is as horrible as other people believe she is. Uh, I, I think she's coming from a place of privilege, and that's why she comes across the way she, she is. Like, she's a one percenter, and one percenter oftentimes... Um, you know, they haven't had the same struggles as, as the rest of us. So everything is just about rose-colored glasses. So she's coming across very like, I don't have any troubles in the world. Because honestly, she doesn't, y'all. You know, she bought her home. Her daddy helped her buy that house. And she wants to make sure she can travel and do all her 1% things. And now she's having to talk to a broke guy that, you know, can't throw down. Stop it. Mm -hmm. Stop it. So I'm not sure if they're a fit. I'm not sure if she's going to be able to settle for someone who, you guys, he was so excited when he thought he was moving into her house. He was like, this is our house now. Right. He didn't even, they didn't even show his house as an option or wherever he was living at that point. He was like, oh, I'm moving in here. <laughs> he's, he's planting his foot and his seed as soon that as part. possible. That part. And when he went to meet the family, he's holding onto her hand. I talking know. About, oh, yes. And, you know, we may have had a disagreement, but we just really want, we talked through it. That's why I'm saying he's a master manipulator. This fool is like, let me fall up. I know her ID, IUD is in there hanging on for dear life. That. No. Listen, you know what? Holding on, but also not even getting touched. <laughs> <laughs> There will be no accidents in this situation, according to Stacey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So uh, do we want to talk about Stacey now before we move on? Yeah, let's go ahead. Okay. So, um, you know, Stacey had her eye on Izzy as well. And, she you know, she had a little bit of uh, back and forth with Johnny because Johnny really thought that her and Izzy were going to be a thing. And we know that Johnny, or excuse me, Izzy decides to choose Stacy over Johnny, but the way he does it again, you guys were super, super messy. Like he basically wanted no one to be with anyone that wanted to be with him first. That's the vibe I got with from him. Mm -hmm. Right. So he was like messing it up for Chris, messing it up for Johnny, like just being the worst. And in the meantime, Stacy's hearing all this stuff in the girl pod. Um, and hearing what Johnny has to say and seeing Johnny cry and all the things and figuring out that, you know, they're vying for the same guy. So she just took it upon herself to play the game and she played the game the best, right? One of the things I did like about her, you guys, out of all the things that I've been watching uh, on this show, I felt like she was pretty down to earth with her feelings. Like, you guys, this is this is me, okay? I'm watching the show and in the first 20 minutes, people are crying. I'm like, what are we, why, why are we crying? You don't even know this person. You haven't even seen them, but you're crying over them. Then the second episode, the second hour, everyone's, I love you. I love you. I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you. Have I lost my mind? Do I have a cold, dead heart? Because what, 
what? Well, then, yeah, the dating process for them is like so intense. Like because of the way they're dating, I do understand them getting emotional very quickly. But I also agree with what you said about Stacey. Sorry. Do you? I do because she was very level-headed in the way that she was like, I know that we're all dating each other. I'm not going to go when I hear Johnny talking about Izzy, I'm not going to go over and say anything to her. I'm just going to, you know, mind my business and, and be over here. And I did appreciate that because, you know, some people are, are messy and they look at it as a competition between the women to get chosen as opposed to looking at it as, am I actually compatible with somebody on the other side? Listen, I think that I agree with you. I think that Stacey was one of the few that I saw from a, a first timer's perspective that seemed a little bit more level-headed than the rest. I mean, fools were falling out, crying on the ground. I can't believe it. Oh my. I was like, what? Why is everyone? And then the guy started crying. I was like, why is everyone crying? And did I miss an episode? Shout out to midwife Crystal, because I even messaged her. I was like, why is everyone crying? So uh, one of the things I did like about Stacey is that she was like, you know, I'm not really like, that person I don't get super uh emotional right away she's like I kind of like to just walk through and and see what happens and that's kind of what won Izzy over so they like each other um and are trying to move forward but don't forget that he's kind of stringing Johnny along a little bit and Johnny should we talk about Johnny now let's talk about Johnny Johnny dropped the ball so Johnny thought she was first place contender with Izzy. My personal opinion, he manipulated her to believe that and then dropped her like a hot ball as soon as he found out that Stacy also liked him. Meanwhile, she wants to turn around um, and try to get Chris back when Chris was like, you're the one, you're my number one, you're my first and my only. And originally she was like, I don't know, he's like the safe bet and something about Izzy was like the bad boy for her and she wanted to go for the bad boy. Uh, and she chose wrong, in my opinion. And she then was, you know. She absolutely chose wrong. She also strategically handled this wrong. Because if you're going to drop one of your top two contenders, you need to secure number one first. And why would she drop this person who's saying you're the only person I'm even thinking about without at least having a conversation with Izzy to see where he was? Yeah. Because I look at it as... I don't look at him as like one and two. I look at it as like you have a list and you have someone, this person meets 14 of your 28 qualities and this person meets 14 of your 28 qualities, but they're different. The 14s are different, mm -hmm. right? So why would I just, the way that she went about dropping him was unnecessary. She could have just said, hey, I, there's somebody else that I'm exploring an option with just to be completely honest with you and then move forward with the date and getting to know each other a little bit more. Yeah. Renee says, I thought Chris was a sweetheart. That was a dumb move on her part. Extremely. Facts. Mm -hmm. But also, I think that she got, you know, wound up in Izzy's manipulation. Because, by the way, fun fact, you guys. Um, spoiler alert, whatever you want to know, because, you know, I'm always going to drop the tea on our show. Uh, Izzy was recently in California, which, you know, was one of his um, bucket list places to be. But he was filmed in one of the beach cities with a woman that was not Stacy. Interesting. So keep that in the back of your mind, y'all. That whole shady shade about him. 
He's like that in real life. Mm. All right. So let's talk about who should we talk about first? Taylor or JP? All I know is there was a lot of I love you, sugar butt. I love you, sugar butt. And by episode two, they were the first ones running out the gate where JP was like, will you marry me? And my note, because you guys, I'm new to the show. I was like, wow. So <laughs> we're in episode two and there's already a proposal. How, mm -hmm. many, how many pod dates did you two have? Like three? So they could have been exclusively seeing each other at this point for several days now. You know, we, we won't know. But when they turn in their notebooks that have people listed in a certain order, you only see the people that you matched with after that. So if they only matched with each other, then they've been on 12, 14-hour dates with each other all of these days. But they're still only 24 hours in a day, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. <so. laughs> Just checking. Still 24. <laughs> Just checking because still wow. So... <clears throat> Uh, yeah, Taylor, or excuse me, JP proposes to Taylor, and Taylor, I thought Taylor was a little funny style with it, right? Because she has her own issues, and we'll talk about that shortly, but let's talk about JP. In the pods, I thought JP might have potential. I was like, oh, he's a firefighter, he seems like he's communicative, and he seems like he knows what he wants. Woo, was I wrong about that? Boy, thing. were we, we were all wrong. We were all wrong. We were all duped, Taylor included. Taylor included. Okay, so they're the first ones out the block that are like, okay, we're going to get engaged. Now, Taylor was really, has been problematic, in my opinion, ever since he left the pod. And so one of my biggest issues, first of all, is like, <sighs> dear Taylor. Okay, I'm jumping ahead. Let me, let me go to the reveal, because the mm -hmm. reveal was said something as well. So... You know, they have the reveal where they reveal each other to each other and they walk forward. And I thought it was funny that Taylor, you could tell that Taylor was like a little like taken aback by what he looked like because she did mention the gap in his teeth. But then and she also said to camera that she's not going for looks anymore, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> um, and then I guess looking back to what I know now, he had a response to her that was not a logical response in any woman's mind. And Actually, I want to talk about it now. Let's Actually, do I want to talk about it now? No. Let's yeah, do it. let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so he has a, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, if this is where, where. If you're talking about what he said, I think it happened while they were in Mexico. Okay, but, so, but, but that's he, not in the first four episodes though, right? It's not, but he thought it during the reveal. Yeah, okay, so we'll talk about it a little bit and then we'll talk about it more in the following episodes, but his thought on how she was looking, <clears throat> um, he thought that she had too much makeup on and the eyelashes and all the things. And he goes off on this crazy tangent about it. I, I do want to talk a little bit about um, men and women. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so here are my thoughts, you guys, as females, uh, you can do and be and say 
all the things and not have to answer to anyone. And if you decide that you want to have a little bit of a nip, a little bit of a tuck, you want to throw on some extra eyelashes, you want to throw on some lip gloss, you want to throw on some bronzers, you want to throw on some extensions, whatever it is that you want to do that makes you feel complete in and of yourself, you do not absolutely have to answer to anybody because you're a grown ass woman. And for the simple fact that this dude tried to make this situation about her, which is a form of manipulation, you guys, you understand that it's a form of manipulation in many ways. One, he's trying to make you feel bad about yourself and who you are as a person. Second of all, he is trying to corner you into a space where if you're not careful, you could be in a domestic situation that you didn't see coming because he thinks he's going to be able to control you by if you don't look too beautiful and you're just like clean face, then maybe no other man's going to look at you and then you're going to only be mine and mine alone. That is not okay. The second thing that is an issue with JP that who would have known behind a wall, he was Mr. Communicator saying all the things that she needed to hear so that she would fall for him. But then face to face, all of a sudden he had no words. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying, hey, listen, I don't, I'm a grown ass man. How old is this fool? 30 years old, but I don't know how to communicate. I probably have never been in a long term relationship, but I don't want you to leave me because this is just who I am. And instead, I'm going to turn it on you. I'm going to make it so that you're the one that is the weirdo. And Crystal even brought something up. The way he kisses, it looks painful. The way he would kiss, not only that, but he always pulled back. Did you notice that? He'll kiss and then pull back. Like, yes. I don't want to do this. Kiss and pull back. I don't want to do this. It was very of, bizarre. A lot of red flags. What are your thoughts on JP? I thought that he was doing the thing that men do when they don't want to be with you anymore, but they don't want to be responsible for the breakup. So they're just hanging on, waiting for you to finally walk away. So they can say that you left and not take any responsibility for it. In the meanwhile, he gets to enjoy her physically until the point that she gets fed up. Hey, Buzula, baby. Hey, Buzula. Hey, girl. Hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Terrible. I think that it was terrible. Uh, let's talk about Taylor. Your thoughts on Taylor. Taylor remind me of so much of the girls that I went to high school with. Just a Georgia girl who liked listening to the Dixie Chicks and despite their sometimes best efforts, they just can't help being a little racist. <laughs> okay. Just, just because we're in Georgia and that's just, you know, they're just sweet. I'm not saying she is, but that's what she reminded me of. They're like such sweet girls. They want to hang out with you and they're nice, but they just got a little touch of racism in them. <laughs> uh, I will say this. I was impressed with the fact that I didn't think she would be, she has done some, self work uh mm-hmm. and i didn't think that she was going to get there but she got there oh. so i didn't think she was going to be able to stand up for herself walk away all the things because i think that she really did want to be in a relationship and i really do think that she wanted to get married and all the things that you know she's dreamt of her whole life but i gotta give her kudos for giving trying and trying and trying but also recognizing her gut is telling her something is not right here Me and too. rather rather pushing and pushing and pushing forward she was like no we're, we're good 
Me too. That's a lot of bravery on her part because I know that production really wants to try and force everyone to the altar to not make a decision <clears throat> until they get to the altar. So for her to buck the system like that, very good for her. Uh, Nicole thinks that JP just doesn't like girls. There are a lot of men who truly do not like women. They would rather spend the rest of their lives hanging out with their bros, but because of the way that society is set up, that you gain status by having a partner slash wife, they go and have one anyway. And then all they do is just go to work or go wherever they, you know, spend their time and complain about that person. Yeah. Like yeah. I used the law firm that I first worked at when I graduated, I'd go to lunch with the guys in the construction group. All they did was complain about their wives. And I could not understand. I literally be like, you chose that person right you said you wanted to stay at home wife now you're mad that she's staying at home yeah yeah uh season or excuse me episode three uh, a lot of jp and taylor awkward kissing and the ring proposal and more awkward kissing and it was just awkward i thought uh my note says what's izzy's problem because i do think that he was problematic throughout all the episodes uh let's talk a little bit about Aaliyah and Uche. let's Please. <laughs> Aaliyah opens up to him immediately. She talks about her splend. She eats Splenda out of the packet. She eats honey out of the packet. She has this weird thing about she likes, like, it's romantic to her to, like, pinch on your elbows. Uh, Uche thinks all of those things are super weird. Um, <laughs> I Okay. Start with Uche. Because you are team Uche. I am team Uche. I think that he is approaching the way he's getting to know people systematically, he's asking questions, you know, to see if they have any compatibility. And yeah, I, I, yeah. That's it? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I mean, we don't want to go too far, so. Okay. But we'll, I, we'll, we'll get into their, not okay. argument, but situation, yeah. I do think that he uh, is asking, he's asking a lot of questions, but I do think his questions come from a place of manipulation and not a actual interest. I don't think he's actually taking interest in the women that he's trying to get to know. What I think he's doing is he's going down a list of the things that he wants, and he wants to see if those women are going to be able to jump through the hoops that he wants. I do think that um, there was a little bit of, because I, I've been following the socials, there was a little bit of I want to be on TV versus I want to find a relationship and my happily ever after with him. I personally am of the group that thinks that Lydia and Uche came on the show for a reason. Um, I also do think that Uche is a terrible, terrible representative of African men. And I got to tell you that not all African men are like this, you guys. I promise you. You're going to be so upset when you find out that there is a worse Nigerian man who's been on the show. Oh, I heard. <laughs> this season, I heard. I heard. So... <laughs> That being said, um, he is putting all his eggs in the basket, which we know is Aaliyah. Um, and Aaliyah is really putting all her eggs in his basket as well. Uh, in episode three, uh, Izzy ends up with Johnny. He picks Stacy. Um, and then 
Johnny wants to talk to Chris again and try to get Chris back, but we learn that that doesn't really happen. Um, and then we get into episode four. And this is where all poop hits the fan. We find out that Lydia and Uche dated before, which I think it's interesting that they waited four episodes when the producers had to have known that they, because they do the background check, but you guys let us like slide all the way in. And then we find out that Lydia and Uche dated before. What were your thoughts that they had dated before? I thought that Lydia probably knew, and I did not get the impression that Uche knew. I did think that Lydia knew. She made comments that, oh, I just think somebody that I know is going to be here. And then when they flash back to their scene, she said, why don't we just wipe the slate clean and start from here? Oh yeah, she wanted to be with him originally. And okay, so I want to say something though. These two dated for some time and he, we find out that, you know, they had like a hookup just a few months before they went on the show. And so for him, this is why I'm telling you, telling you, April, there's some manipulation there. You can't tell me someone that you've had pillow talk with that you spent uh, X amount of time with that you don't recognize their voice. He didn't recognize her voice. And she kept saying, you don't know who it is. He and did he not look like he recognized her voice. He did not look like she was as significant to him as she wanted to be. You just bang this girl and you don't recognize her voice? Men will bang a warm or cold body. Like, no, I, I'm not surprised that he didn't recognize her voice. No, I don't think that she was that significant to him. I don't agree with you, April, because of how he comes hard for her for all the things. He wanted to believe that she was so in love with him that she couldn't live without him and that he was her... her end all be all that she became a stalker and she was stalking him on Instagram and she was looking at his friend's stories and driving by his house and just couldn't sleep without him and wanted to be like those things could all be true but he wanted to make sure that they were true and even when she found someone else in Milton is engaged to him having a great old time because his situation with Aaliyah breaks down which we'll talk about he still wants to make it about himself. So he goes to a party, that rooftop party, and has, still has to have a conversation with Lydia. Why? Let that shit go. She's gone. She's moved on. Why haven't you? Mm. Unless you want it to be about you. Unless you're manipulating the situation because you think you're bigger than you are. The Listen, y'all. A lot of the men on this season, problematic. So the way that I read the party, but we have to go back and talk about the conversation in, in episode one between Uche and Aaliyah too. The way that I read his behavior at the party was angry. Angry that he felt whatever Lydia said, which he didn't get a clear answer to, caused Aaliyah to walk away from him. Should he have gone into that party angry, demanding an answer from Lydia? Probably not. That was not a good look. But I do think that was just anger, not him trying to, um, I, I just think it was anger, not him trying to win Lydia back, not him trying to destroy her relationship, just angry because she said something to Aaliyah that caused Aaliyah to walk away and he doesn't know what it was. He doesn't know what happened. 
All right, so let's talk about the Aaliyah Lydia <clears throat> situation. I yes. do think that uh, Lydia is not a true friend. No, there's no girl code there at all because no. you knew that that was your ex man, and you decided that you and Aaliyah were going to be besties in the in the house. Yet you didn't tell her anything about anything. But then when I replay it, and you're like, "Oh, well, you and I, April, you and I are so the same. We're the so, same. Girl, we're strangers. What the hell are you talking we about? We really understand, and you should do this, and you should do that. Meanwhile, in the back Look of at me. my Look at me. in the back of my mind, I know that the man that you are seeing in the this experiment is my mm -hmm. ex. And then she says uh, that Uche was a cheater. Girl, if you feel like we're friends, and you know that. I'm taking it hard that he is, you know, questioned me about my cheater history. That is the time when you say he cheated on me. That's the time when you say that. And not only that, Aaliyah put some boundaries up. She's like, okay, I don't want to hear anything about you and him and what you guys did. I, I kind of want to find out for myself. And Lydia, Let me tell you what kind of car he drives. Let me tell you about his dog. Let me tell you how his driveway is shaved. That part. Like, no, I don't trust anything coming out of her lying ass mouth. Yeah, I do think that Lydia, you know, she played the game and she played it well. I don't think that, she, like I said, I don't think she's a girl's girl. I don't think that she had Aaliyah's back at all. I do think she came in thinking that she was going to be able to win Uche back. And Milton was her secondary and not even her secondary. Milton was a way for her to continue to move forward in the experiment. And then exactly. she just tripped and fell in love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The trip to fell in love because you realized, wow, he is a really good guy. And this is why I said in the beginning that Leah's judgment is off in a few different ways, because the things that Lydia was saying to her in that conversation, even without knowing anything more, should alarm anybody. Somebody that you just met saying, I know this because we're just alike. Look at me. Talk to me. I would have been like, girl, are you a lesbian? What is going on? Like, why are you all over me? That was weird to begin with. Aaliyah, that should have alarmed you. And then when she goes on to say, oh, you found out now? Okay, let me tell you these things. Let me tell you these things. Like, that should have alarmed you. Why are you still insisting that this woman is friends with you? Well, yeah, I and to jump off what you're saying is because she wanted to keep her enemy or competition close to her because I am convinced that she came to the show to get back with Uche. Like that was her main goal. There was, so, if you think about watching the first four episodes, there was no one else she was really trying to go for it. And Milton was falling hard for her. And she's like, oh, you're too young. Oh, you're this. Oh, yeah, you're she had just and wrote she, him off because of his age right away. And then when Uche was like, nah, there's no chance for us. Then she was like, okay, back to Milton. Yeah. By the way, what do you think of their age difference? I don't mind it. I think age is just a number. Uh, I don't mind it. And I think that he presents like an old man anyway. So I think it might be fine. What are your thoughts? I I mind their age difference. I Not just on paper, but because of who they are. Um, he's a slob. He's a slob? He's a He's a, he's a messy young boy. He's just Milton. Yeah. What am I missing? Did I go too far? Like leaving his clothes and food everywhere. 
yeah, you must have okay, left before. Okay, sorry. I, I was like, far. um, what? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Renee. She wanted Izzy, and then Izzy didn't go for her either, which is a whole separate conversation. I think... Yeah, Izzy broke it off of Lydia too, yeah. Everyone wanted Izzy. I find that fascinating. I think, unfortunately, what this show highlights sometimes is that minorities will sometimes avoid each other purposefully. And when Stacy said to Izzy, I don't want you speaking Spanish to Lydia in, in front of me, I was like, you don't get to tell him what language he gets to speak, but it just like, it highlights this thing that's like, why is it okay? You know, you choose this non Spanish speaking partner, this non Latino partner. Why does she get to dictate your ethnicity? And why do, why do you allow that? I don't think I'm on that part yet. Cause I haven't okay. seen that, but if that's the case, then that's really, really, really terrible. Really but terrible. It's not always, I mean, like, obviously, like, some minority partners still choose each other on the shows, but when you when you go back and watch, like, it, there's one um, couple in particular that I'm thinking of, they specifically never dated anyone that was their same race until they came to the pods. Interesting. And it's, I, it's not as much of a conversation as it could be because they tell them to avoid talking about race. The producers do? Interesting. Huh. Um, okay, so we find out in episode four that Izzy proposes to Stacy. Chris turns down Johnny, right? Because Johnny tries to go back and get him back and say, I made a mistake and I want to be with you. And I found out you were crying when I broke up with you. Um, and he's like, yeah, nah, you didn't choose me. I'm good. <laughs> but he also got that bravado because Izzy was in his ear saying a bunch of shit, right? So he didn't want to, because you know how the bros are when they're all broing out. He didn't want to go back and be like, yeah, I took her back because, you know, eventually we know that he does take her back and is happy yeah. about it. But yeah. in the moment, he didn't want to be that dude. I couldn't even follow the conversation. They were saying, oh, Johnny is telling us the same thing or she's lying to us. I was like, I don't even understand what's, what's going on here. Yeah. I, I mean, I it just... All he, all he needed to say, in my opinion, all Izzy could say is, yeah, um, it, we weren't compatible. It didn't work out between us. Yeah. And, you know, good luck to you if you guys get together. There, to me, wasn't anything else that was super deceitful going on that he needed to go off about. Uh, yes, I get the feeling Izzy didn't want to be with a Latina. Um, yeah. Then... Milton proposes to Lydia. She says yes. Uh, Uche wants to propose to Aaliyah and goes to the pod and she has left and he is left hanging with all the questions and no answer. Uh, we find out that she's no longer in the experiment. and He's like shocked that he never gets to see her. Uh, but we do know that they end up like meeting up and having a conversation. And even that, was, in my opinion, was manipulation. Like you already knew that you didn't want to be with her. You made that decision when you hung up on the phone with her and made a big fuss, but then you still met up with her. She professes her love for you still. And then you're like, no, we're never going to be together. And then you, then you take that 
closure and then go back to Lydia after you already have closure with Aaliyah to talk crazy to stop it. No, I think he's a terrible, he's terrible. He's terrible. If it didn't work out for you, it didn't work out for you. Why now are you, must you terrorize everyone around you? Cause it didn't work out for you. Because when you're angry, you terrorize people around you. Okay, well, in my opinion, that is not healthy. <laughs> and that's why I'm saying that he is a terrible individual. If he's angry, go and terrorize yourself. Go take a run, go have a drink, go talk to a therapist, do something besides terrorizing the people that you already have closure with. You close it off. Aaliyah said, hey, I still want to give it a try. You said no. Cool. Walk away. Lydia's already moved on. You've already gotten closure in the issue, but then you're going to go ahead and terrorize her and yell at her and tell her that she was your stalker and she wanted to blah, blah. Like, he wasn't even... April, he wasn't even talking about Aaliyah. He was talking about when was, they were together. So you can't tell me that he doesn't have a big head and is trying to make it about himself and how great he is. He's walking off the show with no one. And that is um, hurting his fragile ego. And so he wants to go around and terrorize all the women that are making him look bad because he thinks he's such a catch. Stop you know I'm thinking. I'm thinking... Did I just dislike Lydia so much that that is why I am okay with UJ talking to her crazy? Yes, because I have never heard you say it is okay to go around and terrorize other women. Never in my life have I heard you say that. So I, I just think you yes, do not like think... Lydia and you're feeling protective over Uche because that's the F and you think that maybe Lydia screwed him over in some way, shape or form. So you're going to come to defend him. Black girlfriend, you do not have to defend that man because he is terrible. Okay. So let's go backwards. We did not talk about the conversation between Aaliyah and Uche when he asked her if she had ever cheated in a relationship. And that is where I'm getting ate up on social media with people disagreeing with me. Okay, so what are your thoughts on it? Tell us. I thought that he asked the appropriate kind of questions that you would ask someone if they told you that they were a cheater and you still want to pursue a relationship with them, then you want to try and find out if they have the propensity to cheat again in the future. And I thought his questions were geared towards that end. I have been told that he actually was demeaning, gaslighting, and I just don't, I've asked people when they say that to me, what part of the questions he was asking was demeaning or gaslighting? So let me ask you this, when he asked the questions, which great valid questions, did you listen to his responses to her responses? Mm -hmm. He was eating his candy bar and saying, mm, okay, recent cheater, mm-hmm. And then, and what what did he say that was that I'm missing? So all the parts where he was like, "Yeah, recent cheater, went to cheater, always a cheater." How do I know that you're not going to cheat on me? Meanwhile, he's already a cheater in and of itself. So all the things because he asked. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! People keep saying that he's a cheater too. Where is that coming from? Besides Lydia, I don't believe when she says it. You don't believe that she. He she did her. not know. She didn't say he's a cheater until after Uche was like, you're stalking my friends. You came here because you saw it on my phone. At that point, she says, 
and he cheated on me. I don't have any credibility. I don't have any reason to believe what you're saying is true. I would have believed it if you said it when Lydia, when Aaliyah came back and was so upset. But no, because she she would she wasn't saying anything at that point. She wasn't saying anything about Uche because she thought she still had a chance with him. So she wasn't saying anything bad about him to anyone. She was only she was only singing his praises. She well, thought that she thought even if she couldn't be with him and Aaliyah was going to be with him, she was still going to be part of his life because now she's besties with Aaliyah. So when he came attacking her at the rooftop party, that's only when she started to attack him back and actually spill her own tea. Like she was like, you're not going to come at me and act like I'm the crazy one when I haven't said shit about you. And now if you, if you want to go there in front of everyone, I'll go there in front of everyone as well. I just don't believe her. I just don't. I don't believe they were in a monogamous relationship. And I think if she wanted to say that to him, it would have come out before he said, you're watching my friend's stories, which she did, by the way, because she was like, oh, it's normal to watch friends of friends. No, it's not. That's not how Instagram works. I don't like her. I see that. I see that. But <laughs> I'm, I'm worried that you don't like her in lieu of over liking Uche and giving him a pass for his really terrible behavior. Okay, so go back to the conversation. So it's his responses to her answers that yeah. people are being are getting offended by. Yeah. So how would, what would be a better response in that conversation? So it depends on what he was looking for. What was the goal of him? What were the goal? What would the excuse me, what was the goal of his questions? If his goal, the goal of his questions was to actually understand and have Aaliyah open up to him, then that's one thing. But if the goal was he wanted to then go and shame her for mistakes in her past that she didn't have to tell him about, then that's a whole, yes, that's a whole different situation. Crystal's adding in plus his tone and delivery was awful. Renee says, I believe Lydia 100%. He wants to lessen the significance of their relationship. So I felt like the goal was, would you cheat on me? What was the circumstance that happened in that relationship? And is, is whatever caused you to cheat something that's still present in your personality? Did he ask that question though? Would you ever cheat he on asked, me? Well, he didn't ask that directly because you can't ask that question directly. He asked what was happening in the relationship. Um, he asked, why didn't you just break up? And she said, because she was afraid of being alone. And so the only thing that I would change in his way of asking questions was over the past two years, what have you done to get over your fear of being alone? Or have you done anything to get over your fear of being alone? If that's where the cheating came from or not the cheating, if that's where the dishonesty came from. But beyond, I mean, apart from that, I do think that he asked, he didn't say you're a whore, you're a slut, you're, you know, like he, he asked the questions that you would need to ask to get that information. And as far as his tone and delivery, I really don't know what you can do behind a wall to soften that. Like if you were there with the person, you could hold their hand, you could gesture to them. But when you're behind a wall, what can you do when you're asking that kind of hard question? 
And if you're on the other side, if you're the cheater and somebody's asking these kind of questions, I'm sorry, you can't get defensive. You have to be able to answer for your behaviors and you have to be able to answer for how you've changed and how you would move going forward. You don't get to be defensive and cry because you're being judged on what you did before. Guess what? We're all judging each other and whether or not we want to be a part of each other's lives. But I don't think that that's what happened. And I, I'll, I'm going to actually go back and watch this scene again. But this is what I think happened. He asked the questions and he has every right to ask those questions because he wants to know the type of character she is. She gave those answers and she didn't have to answer, but she answered openly and honestly. And she wasn't getting defensive at that time. She started to get defensive when he started judging her and talking down to her and, and minimizing what she was saying. That's when she started to get defensive. So if she says, hey, you know, that was two years ago or whatever. Oh, so you're a recent cheater. How do you not get defensive of that? Then when, when uh, she says, you know, when he's like, why didn't you just leave him? And she's like, well, you know, I didn't want to be alone. Oh, so you have a fear of being alone. Like, I'm not going to open up to you if you're going to continue to judge me. And, and of course I'm naturally going to get defensive if your responses to me being open and vulnerable to you are gaslighting are degrading are talking down to have a tone about that's the problem. That's where everyone's like, wait, she was opening up to questions that you were asking her and the, and the way you are responding to her opening up, was very toxic, very toxic. Crystal says, I agree with you on that, April. I don't have any issue with the questions he was asking, but when she tried answering some, he over-talked her and cut her off. It was intense. Renee says, first, he told Aaliyah that Lydia was a good person. Then after Aaliyah left, he totally changed his opinion of on Lydia. I'm telling you, he's not the dude that you're you think he is. He's not. I mean, I, I, I told Lydia, not Lydia, I'm calling you Lydia. I told Linda before we started that I do have a little bit of a bias here because I have been cheated on. Um, and these are the kind of questions that I ask people. If I'm considering staying with you after the incident, I want to know what, what's changed in the last time since we've been together that you're not going to do this again. Yeah. And I feel like I have a right to say okay, so you're afraid of being alone. And me vocalizing what you just said is not me being condescending or gaslighting. It is the truth. I think that when you've done something bad, you don't get to go out into the world and then say, don't judge me. No, you own up to what you did. But she owned you up, own up to what you did. She owned up to what she did. And but even the way you said it is definitely not the way that Uche said it. Uche said it with a lot more base and... um degradation in his voice. I'm going to watch it like a fourth time. Yeah. I've been getting killed about it so much. I watched it over and over. Like, what am I missing that everybody else is seeing? But again, you know, there's a little part of me that's like, yes, flame the cheater. <laughs> yeah, we don't see that at all, April. <laughs> <laughs> Make them answer for their crimes. <laughs> Woo! So you guys, uh, I do want to make this a little bit about dating. And so if you guys have any 
uh, crazy dating stories that you want to share with us, definitely uh, pop them in the comments, pop them in the live chat. I, I do want to talk about it. And if you so happen to feel like you um, feel like being guesty, uh, definitely hit me up and you can come on. And at the end of our next show, we'll pop you on the screen and we'll talk a little bit about your journey in dating. And because uh, I really want us, especially us single single ladies and single men out there as well, um, I definitely want us to learn some stuff about dating because I think that this experiment is absolutely a microcosm of dating in 2023. And I want to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Chris has a question for you, April 1st. Would you ever go on a show like this? I did an interview for this show. They were casting in Washington, D.C., and I think they've given up on it um, because they didn't get enough people um, applying. But I did a, an interview, and I would have gone on if they selected me. I think it would have been interesting because I see myself one way, and I think what reality TV does for you, no matter how it's chopped and screwed, is that you get to see yourself a different way. There's no other time in life we are going to record yourself and watch yourself back and I want to see, like, what is the disparity between who I think I am and who I really am? Yeah. Uh, if that's the same question for me, no, I would not. <laughs> and you would not because? Um, I just, I, I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't just, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I did. One of the things that I thought to myself was how honest have I like how many things would I have to tell my mom? Like how honest am I with the people around me? What would I have to say to her before the show come out? Oh, you would have to tell her all the things. She doesn't even know I'm atheist. Oh God. Oh Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you would say because mom <laughs> would kill me. Would I, kill she me. would be so upset. She'd have all the deacons at the house expeditiously. Facts. My mama would be like, what are you doing? You did what? <laughs> Did you pray about that, Linda? Did the Lord tell you to go date some person you never seen before? Because I don't think that that's what the Lord's looking for for you. I would do it, and I would just have to be like, "Hey, mom, we got to sit down and talk because I don't know how this is going to get edited." Okay, Linda. What if it wasn't a show? Mm. Oh, so it was just me dating blindly behind a wall, and it wasn't a show, and it wasn't being recorded. Is that the question? Because if that's got the question. question. If that's the question, um, I would try. I would try it, maybe. But I wouldn't want to be committed into like I have to say I love you and get married in ten days. Like I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't want to do that. Crystal, uh, Renee is asking, would you be on the show, Crystal? I think yeah. Crystal's gonna say yes. She's gonna say yes. You think so? <laughs> I, I think she's gonna say yes, Crystal. Let me tell you, let's see. I think she wouldn't be on the show. I think she's more adventurous. You think me. so? Yeah. I want to know, uh, Renee. Well, Renee, if you were not currently in a relationship, would you do a show like this? Oh, Renee said April and Uche are both lawyers. I told you. I knew yes. she would. Not any filming. I think the filming part is very hard because if you're... If you are a person who wants to be true to yourself, it would be very difficult to do that, I think. Yeah. 
that and you, you, know, guys, you don't want to be a character uh renee says she wouldn't do it either yeah yeah um yeah, yeah earlier renee was like uh april and uche are both lawyers maybe that's it i uche is not a practicing attorney he went to law school and he's never practiced <laughs> And that is an excellent place to end the show <laughs> because without April realizing, April did a full circle moment there where that is who that dude is. <laughs> that is who that dude is. This fool went to law school and doesn't practice law, never practice law. And she's surprised that we think that he's terrible. <laughs> so he's dang, April. April had a full moment in her head and she didn't even know it, y'all. She's gonna go sit with that and be like, oh. <laughs> Guys, we will be back uh, next week with episodes five and, and beyond. I don't know how far, but we'll talk about it. Uh, but I'm sure it'll be at least four episodes in because this show really is binge-worthy. Like, I can see why it's on Netflix. I can see why it's doing well and everyone's talking about it. Um, Love is blind, and like I said, love is blind. Love lies. Love is manipulative. Uh, love cries a lot. Love cries a lot, a lot. Love falls forward. Love uh, gaslights. Love uh, has communication issues. Love is an attorney. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> uh...